Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to have you here today. Thank you, Dr. Paul. It's my last day being remote. Look forward to getting back to the studio. Hey, well, we've done pretty good, you know, with uh, people getting, needing their vacations, and, and right. uh, which is very legitimate. I'm waiting for mine, so watch out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I wish I was on vacation. <laughs> but we have some interesting things. There's always a problem out there. But I'm going to start off with, with a, uh, a partial solution or an invitation for a solution. And that is I wanted to make a comment about RFK's announcement you know, yesterday or the day before about running for the presidency. I have mixed feelings, obviously, because of what the Kennedys have gone through. But uh, we have met uh, RFK uh, uh, Jr. and uh, he's been to our conferences and uh, he probably has some views that are different than ours uh, in, in detail, but we certainly get along well with him. He's friendly, he's principled, he's anti-war. And, and the other thing that he comes across real strong, and that is he he doesn't like corporatism. You know, he doesn't like this combination. So therefore, pharmaceuticals would be in camp. So he, he is, and and the issues that he has, he he isn't in the middle of the road. He isn't saying, "Well, come a little over here. We can concede this and that." He took a principled position, both uh, you know, on the corporatism and the anti-war position. So I'm uh, very happy that he's doing that, and so we'll keep tabs. And who knows uh, if he if he wanted to talk with our viewers, I'd be open to having Robert on our program again someday. I think that's a great idea, Doctor Paul, and hopefully we'll be able to do that again. We had a great time when he joined us last time. Now, it's interesting that you mentioned you wanted to start with this because just before we started the show, I got a uh, text message from a friend of ours, and I won't say the name, uh, but uh, this person watched the entire two-hour uh, announcement speech. Wow. I, I unfortunately did not, but she, uh, she summarized it for us. And if you don't mind, these are the main points that uh, RFK made. Uh, ending the corrupt merger of corporations in the state, opposing lockdowns, which cost small businesses trillions, he also blamed Trump for going along with the bureaucrats on the lockdowns, supporting free market capitalism and limited government, conquering the children's chronic illness crisis, bringing the troops home, and openly discussing the war. Sounds pretty good to me, Dr. Paul. Yeah, you know, that, that does sound like a, a couple things I said when I was running. <laughs> I, yeah, that's probably why we like it so much. I, I don't want to pretend that I follow follow him on all the issues, but yeah. tell you what, that sounded very, very good. And uh, because even when we find the other candidates, they might have one one thing they'll throw a bone. I feel like they're throwing a bone to us. And uh, but but how how many of them would be based on principle? That is why they really fear somebody like Robert, because he's going to tell the truth. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how they how, how they uh, distort truth and put it into the Justice Department and get people into trouble and indictments and all this. And uh, yet, I think uh, the one thing is people might say about Robert, they say, you know what, I don't agree with him on all his things, but you can trust what he's going to say. So uh, I'm looking forward to his campaign. Yeah, and I think, you know, and as every time we mention RFK Jr., I'll get an email from someone saying, well, look, he said this about that. And my reaction to that would be two things. One, we're not endorsing him by any stretch. No. Uh, and, and two, obviously, he's going to say some things that we don't like. I would be a little bit worried if he didn't. 
uh, because <laughs> this is how it works. So it's not an endorsement, but at least he is talking about some issues. Uh, very, very unlike the rest of the campaigns. I just wanted to mention one last thing before we move on to our uh, first real story. And that is I was reading a Politico article this morning about RFK's announcement, and it was pretty disgusting. It was really, really bad. And I'll just give you a taste of it, Dr. Paul. This is how Politico described the whole thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, on Wednesday came Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the family's black sheep, rallying government conspiracy theorists, vaccine skeptics, and Republicans from across the country as he launched his quixotic campaign for the Democratic presidential nomination. So anywhere else, if Biden were able to scrape together a couple of Republicans to support him, Politico would be writing about how wonderful it is. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that Republicans are interested in RFK Jr. shows his broad appeal, but they have to condemn it <clears throat> and ridicule him for it. If I were Trump, I would be a little bit worried about this. Well, you know, I think he was expressing a, a deeply felt feel, feeling about this because uh, he's pointed out a truth about the concerns the Democrats will have too. Trump may have concerns, but the whole thing was when I th think it was that article or one like that was listing all the different groups that might come together and about half were Democrats, the other half Republicans. And it, it's that independent spirit. And since neither party is overwhelmingly strong on principle, you know, for somebody to come along uh, like Robert with a well-known name and a position, uh, of course, they're going to go after him. But you know who's going to really go after him? The military industrial complex and the pharmaceutical industry. They will be out, uh, you know, to get him because he's telling the truth about what's going on. But uh, that offers, uh, you know, the people to at least think about it who knows what will turn out of with the election and all uh maybe he'll do a lot more than anybody realizes but uh no i i, I think it can be very interesting here in the next year anyway uh daniel i want to did you have another comment on uh jay no 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 i was i was ready to move on yeah I okay think. yeah well, i want to we want to talk about uh uh, the, the one the article there are several articles up uh, anti-war and this is written uh <clears throat> this is written yes just yesterday the biden's doj indicts four americans for their political views on russia you know i remember the day when uh you know the um uh the left would even defend cases that that the ku klux klan would 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 get involved in and they were sort of proud of themselves that you know we defend freedom of speech i don't think the, you know e even the civil liberties unions would do that anymore uh but but that's that's really what is needed because right here this thing that's going on and it, it's all it's all so back to this whole thing uh you know they depend on indictments indictment is the trial and the defense has no under the law they don't even get to defend this and an indictment so often not very many people once a federal indictment occurs very few people are able to beat it and uh so th th that whole thing, the grand jury system and how they put pressure, and then it's always political, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it it's mostly a political thing. I keep thinking, you know, people say, if they hear so-and-so is happening, there's going to be a charge and there's going to go to the grand jury. You know what the first question is, I think on both sides, who's the judge and uh, who, who appointed him? Is he a diehard left or diehard right? And immediately, they want to know the details. 
They, they don't ask the question, you know, this is a fair judge. I've seen him, you know, make judgments, uh, even when it probably goes against his personal beliefs. It's so long past, it's not even there. It's assumed that uh, you, you the, the, the most important thing is uh, the angle of the judge and the others uh, where they come from. And that is not to say that everyone has, because people can come up and there's still some out, out there, just like we have some good journalists out there but not a not a heck of a lot and we know it fades but, but we have to be aware of what what we're facing and uh th this whole thing of uh this indictment of these four people uh do you think they're going to get a fair trial is what my point is you yeah know? i think this is this is probably one of the most disturbing stories that we've reported and i i honestly keep looking over it reading over it i've read the press release from the justice department and I can't believe it's happening in the United States, to be honest. As bad as things are, I never would have imagined it. So what happened, there are four members of the African People's Socialist Party in Florida. They were indicted by the Justice Department, and they were charged with being involved in a, quote, foreign malign influence campaign. What they had actually done is they, uh, and, and of spreading Russian propaganda, conspiracy to spread Russian propaganda, and uh, and um, uh, acting as a foreign agent without registering. Uh, and it would be a disgusting joke if it weren't for the fact that they are facing 10 years for the conspiracy charge and another five years for the failure to register charge. So these people are looking at 15 years in prison. And what is their crime? They uh, expressed support for Russia and they said the U.S. shouldn't be involved in Ukraine. Uh, that's absolutely uh, constitutionally pr protected speech. There's no one who could say it is. Um, the Justice Department's memo uh, says that they are being charged because they weaponized the First Amendment in the service of another government. Um, it's just astonishing that they would suspend the First Amendment on the grounds that someone, quote, weaponized it, when, of course, there are no limitations at all uh, uh, on the First Amendment. Of course, the only limitation is on government. So it's a very, very, very chilling and disturbing uh, 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 turn of events. You know, uh, a lot of people, you know, follow these events and they take one side or the other. But just since uh, 2016, uh, they weren't all the, the abuse has not always been dealing with uh, with an indictment because the abuse can be, you know, just propagandizing. And that's certainly, you know, Russiagate was a propaganda stunt and and the challenges made and a lawsuits filed and all that. That that was that tells us a little bit about the lack of confidence or why more people will lose confidence in, in the whole system. But what about the way the the uh, the people have been treated that happened to have been in uh, in the Capitol <laughs> on January sixth. I mean, I think that is a tremendous abuse of uh, of, of of justice, and there's still people suffering from there. But you know, they're they're sort of lost people now. You know, are they 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 don't get, they don't get indicted. 
they don't even get charged. They just get locked up and the keys thrown away almost, uh, but it's not a good idea. And just see recently, just think of all the evidence. And I've had concern about this organization for a few years, and that's the FBI. Just think of what they're doing now and participating and it's becoming known, but uh, they never they never seem to uh, ever receive any punishment for the abuse of laws. And uh, so I think the, the system is really, really uh, corrupt. Fortunately, there's a few people there who will be whistleblowers and let us know about uh, it's it's pretty tough to do it. There's only there's only been a few that have really, you know, volunteered to come forth and tell us the real truth of what's going on. So that's what we have to encourage people to do. Well, here's something from the D Justice Department's press release. This is Assistant Attorney General Matthew G. Olson. Uh, this is what he says about this. Russia's Foreign Intelligence Service allegedly weaponized our First Amendment rights, freedoms Russia denies to its own citizens to divide Americans and interfere in elections in the United States. The department will not hesitate to expose and prosecute those who sow discord and corrupt U.S. elections in the service of hostile foreign interests, regardless of whether the culprits are U.S. citizens uh, or foreign individuals abroad. Now, they're, they're charged with writing articles that contained Russian propaganda and disinformation. Um, I don't know how you <laughs> how you prove that. Uh, but, you know, Caitlin Johnstone, who also spoke at our conferences, and she's an Australian. She comes from the left. But it's it's kind of sad that it takes a, a foreign leftist to explain our own constitution to this government, because here's what Caitlin wrote. Um, about the charges that they were spreading disinformation and propaganda. She said, it's important to note that this should not matter. Under the First Amendment, the government is forbidden to abridge anyone's freedom to speak however they want and associate with whomever they please, which necessarily involves being as vocally pro-Russia as they like and promoting whatever political agenda they see fit, whether that happens to advance the interests of the Russian government or not. She says, um, it's not unreasonable for the government to just dismiss the First Amendment. It's not reasonable for the government to just dismiss the First Amendment on the grounds that it is being weaponized. You know, that should be an, a no-brainer. Uh, <laughs> and it's just shocking to see uh, the federal government believing that it can suspend the First Amendment by claiming that someone else is weaponizing it. It doesn't you know, make it, any sense. Excuse me. It, it used to be that when something was controversial and it was going into the court system, uh, probably the majority of the American people, I don't believe it's true anymore, the American people say, that's what we need. We need justice. You know, what, what is pretty sickening is they say to, to Ed Snowden, well, you're, you're an American, come back and just face the music and you'll get a fair trial. <laughs> and, and, and then they go, but the, the assumption now isn't that if there's a problem and you iron it out and you have both sides representing them, uh, each side, uh, that that they they can that, that they can find an answer to it or just work on it. But now I think the assumption on my part, and I mentioned that in my opening statement, this assumption is whose side are these people on? And it's very explicit, you, you know, uh, uh, where they're coming from. And uh, you know, the politicians can say it, but the the judges can't come up with this pre uh, uh, condition that uh, they're, they're guilty and getting these indictments, I really resent, you know, the power and authority of the, uh, 
of the grand jury uh, because there's so many shortcomings there. Uh, but but the justice system, uh, you know, really needs some overhauling. But I think a lot of people are very confused about it. And it's a PR game. You know, how what can we do? You know, and all the distortion. Then you have the media out there propagandizing the lies and, and weaponizing these things. So it's it's up to uh, the people who are telling the truth that uh, they get as uh, a, lot, a lot of microphone as they can get. And uh, that means that we certainly want to help people who are seeking the truth, uh, realizing that at least what we want is an honest discussion, you know, and that's what they're doing right here. I think they're trying to trample the honest discussion, and that's very frustrating. Yeah, I think what Americans have to ask themselves, do we want to live in a country where the government can throw you in jail for 15 years for saying something that the government doesn't want you to say, for holding a political view that does, the government doesn't want you to have? And that's what we're facing. Every single one of us could face these 15 years because every single one of us at some point expresses a view that the government doesn't support, whether it's on medicine, whether it's on a virus, whether it's on foreign policy. Uh, everyone is, if this goes through, everyone, everyone is vulnerable uh, and they're going to pick the low hanging fruit first. And I think this party, in a way, is that it's a small party. They're not powerful, they don't have tons of money. They're ma being made examples of for the rest of us to tell the rest of us, shut up. And this is a this is a political party that was formed in 1972. They have been critical of U.S. foreign policy consistently since 1972, and no one has noticed. But now, all of a sudden, when they speak out against this war, the government comes down on them like a ton of bricks. I think there's a reason for that. There's a reason they're doing it. The, the U.S. government is getting desperate. The Biden administration is getting desperate because its uh, Ukraine policy is failing, and they're striking out not at Russia, but at America and Americans. And this is a very dangerous, very dangerous thing, Dr. Paul. You know, the, <clears throat> the anti-war movement, I think is growing and they're aware of that. And I think you, you make this point because uh, this is why they're attacking us. Maybe two years ago or three or four years ago, they wouldn't have touched it. But if they're you know, on the defensive now, they have to grab this and make sure. And the, the sad part is if they've anticipated that they can get away with this and they don't have people coming forth uh, and saying, look, this, the statement that you made earlier, people deserve to, to be able to say what they want. And I always made the statement that people say that simplifies it. You know, they didn't give us the First Amendment so that we can talk about the weather. They gave yeah. us the First Amendment that we so we can say what we believe in, and uh, and 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 that that to me makes all all the difference in the world. Say what you believe in, and then the other biggest principle is uh, to challenge uh, politely, of course, no violence challenge our government and criticize our government. But now it's just, they're, they're weaponizing words and process and education, the bureaucracy, social media. And uh, that's what people have to wake up to. This is this is just not, you know, the uh, Socialist Club, uh, you know, 30 years ago, and even back in World War One, uh, the president, you know, they put people in jail, you know, for disapproving of the war. So it's not a brand new issue, but uh, it's not a brand new issue where people did challenge the First Amendment. But I think it's a sign of weakness on their part. And uh, that's why we have to keep keep 
making our effort to expose them for what they really are. Yeah, it's dangerous. I'll, I'll, I'll give the last word to Caitlin Johnstone because she has a great point about the government and why they're going after Americans for holding views they don't like. She says they're not worried about Russian propaganda. They're worried you'll stop listening to U.S. propaganda. And I think that's about <laughs> right. That's very good. And so you I know, think, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. You go. No, I was going to move on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to do, too. Okay, <laughs> but we wanted to talk about money again. Are they sending more money? I thought that we were running out of money. I thought we had debt. Can they, can they just get money? Where do they get this? Do they go out and get a gold mine and start digging and getting gold? Or do they have another sneaky trick where they get the money and the people go along with it and they just uh, print it up or not even print it, just run it off the computer. And now uh, the propaganda, uh, who knows what their, what their strategy is on propaganda on, uh, on, on Ukraine. Of course, it's who's winning and who's losing is the only thing that they propagandize. They never say, have we overstepped our bounds on how we got into war? We've just gone through Afghanistan and Iraq and Vietnam and Korea. And nobody says, what are we doing? How, how long can we do this? Well, right now the markets are saying, not for a whole lot longer. Something is going to crack. Matter of fact, we may be uh, each day getting deeper in that crack uh, than we were the day before. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as you say, more money. I think that's one of the reasons why they're going after Americans. They understand that Americans, more and more Americans are getting sick of this war. Uh, they're getting sick of the endless, bottomless pit of, of, uh, of Ukraine. Uh, they're getting rid of seeing, getting sick of seeing hundreds and hundreds of millions, billions of dollars uh, being sent to a place uh, when Americans are increasingly struggling. And I think that's why they're trying to shut people up and threatening them with jail. Because we see again on antiwar.com, U.S. announces $350, $325 million arms package for Ukraine. Even though, Dr. Paul, we know from the leaked Pentagon papers that they know Ukraine is losing the war. <laughs> they know it's a lost cause. But yet still, they'll still pick our pockets and send another $300 million over to what they admit privately. Now we know what they privately believe is a lost cause. That is a that is a that is a renegade government. So, do you do you have any other announcements today, or are we ready to close? Well, I do want to again uh, mention our sponsor this month, of course, and that is uh, fourpatriots.com. The number fourpatriots.com. Uh, they want you to think about running out of power. They want you to think about America having blackouts for four to eight months. Uh, that's a real possibility with the power grid in the state that it is. They've got some terrific, terrific things that can help you, including a solar power generator that you can take with you wherever you go. You can power your medical devices, your phones, your refrigerators. You can keep in touch. Uh, you have to prepare for whatever's coming because uh, whatever is coming is, not, is going to be not good. Uh, you can use the code RON to get 10% off of your purchase at 4Patriots.com. It's an American company that helps American veterans with part of their profits. Uh, all of these products are American. Uh, go to 4Patriots.com, put in RON as your code for 10% off and free shipping on all orders, $97 and above. And I would just close, Dr. Paul, by uh, reminding our viewers, uh, but well, by thanking them for their uh, patience. I'm not in studio. I had a family emergency that I had to leave the area for. 
Uh, I will be back in the studio. We'll be back to normal on Monday. So I thank you for your patience. Uh, I thank you for watching the show, even under suboptimal conditions as we're operating in now. Uh, and I do want to remind you to go to ronpaulinstitute.org and click in the upper right hand to get your tickets for our June 3rd conference. I'll be back in the studio with more details about the conference next week. So thanks. And over to you, Dr. Paul. Very good. Now I'm going to close by just emphasizing once again what we've been talking about, and that is looking to improve our justice system because I believe in the last decades that it's been deteriorating, although there's been imperfections with the justice system from the beginning because that's part of human nature. But what's happening now is much, much more serious. And that's why we use it as an example. These four Americans uh, just, uh, said something that our government didn't like, and uh, they had political views on Russia. Daniel, who, who knows? We, we might have up on a political view, and maybe we don't agree with our government about you know Russia or China or the rest. And, uh, and yet there have been people who have been... Uh, uh, canceled and uh, removed from social media because of this. So it is a very definite issue that has to be looked at. And when I think of the people that have been uh, in prison for a couple of years now as a result of January 6th without due process or without uh, justice being served, that is very aggravating. And uh, it's also, uh, I, I think, uh, something else to worry about is the the whistleblowers, the the uh, Ed Snowdens and the Assange people that uh, end up in prison and used as example, just you know exa examples to the people who are tempted to you know to tell the truth and speak out. So there are a lot of bad examples, but just the principle. In, in a way, all free speech are the whistleblowers. I mean, somebody might uh, have access to different information, but they're trying to blow a whistle and say things are wrong. What do we have to do? Here? here. When are we going to be able to trust our government again? So we're going to do our very best to sort it out and see if we can find, because I don't think people can ever reach perfect truth. But I think you can, uh, as individuals, we can all seek the truth, and that will occupy our time for, for, a time, for a while to come. So I want to thank everybody, though, for uh, tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Uh, please come back soon. <laughs>